vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. It's about community immunity. I'm talking unity for you and me. If Doc says it's good, then trust me, it's good. Now let's all get the vaccine. Alright, there is none higher. DMC, I will inspire. Time for us to trust and not debate. The vaccine, believe it's safe to take. Nine out of ten people won't get sick. That's 90% effective and legit. This COVID thing is real and it will find you. It's killing our people. Let me remind you. Back in the days, back in the days, there was polio, smallpox. Back in the days, measles and mumps, man. Back in the days, but because of the vaccines, none of those days. Vaccines they work to trigger immunity. Two shots, we got antibody security. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, and this week by the Duke of Ice. We the folks who be found the madness, reasoning the unreasonable, makes sense and nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. You know, in hindsight, that, that song ended up being very embarrassing. <laughs> I I feel like I'm suffering I, an autoimmune disease after listening to that. Is that, that old? Insane. Is that like back, like, was that made like a year and a half ago? Yeah, yeah. It's a, something I dug oh, up from the okay. past. okay. You're just bringing up a classic? I'm, okay, I'm rubbing like, salt in the wounds, okay? Retro. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it's bivalence. Uh, the the we have the Omicron specific vaccine out now. Everyone go get booster, whatever. Um, unironic. No, I, if unironically for, rubbing for salt anyone... in the wounds is a, is a better medical procedure than getting vaccine. <laughs> that was a better way to prevent COVID nineteen. <laughs> so so the the link the link will be in the show notes for that that song for that clip. But for anyone who didn't see it, I hope that animator was working for exposure and then proceeded to not get any work. That's, that's the level of visuals. It, it was very childlike. It, it seemed like a child put quite that PBS. together. Yeah. It looks like something I could animate with Mario Paint if I was determined enough to so. <laughs> It would have had a better soundtrack, honestly. <laughs> like an all-cat fucking get the vaccine <laughs> backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> For for the listeners at home who are too young to know what Mario Paint is, uh, Josh, it was an old Super Nintendo game that you could play where you could write music Somewhere. and make little digital paintings. You Why could make you animations? Could... Dude, it was the best game of all time. It came with a mouse it's on so your Super cool. Nintendo. Mario Paint? Wow, is this like GarageBand for the yeah. Apple MacBook? You didn't have Mario Paint, Bob? You don't know Not that Not a is? Nintendo kid. No, I was just clarifying the oh. name. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Sonic we, kid. Thank you very much. We have to emulate. We have to get <laughs> an emulator go, working yeah, yeah. and emulate Mario Paint and make some original dude, OK dude. Homo music. With <laughs> this, the Mario is the land, this is the land party we're having at Cavan is yeah. Mario Paint emulated. If you guys want to send in your own Mario Paint Hokey Homo theme songs, you can leave it at 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Guys, you know, listeners, hold on. I'm super serious. I'm super serious when I say this. Please, please send some Mario Paint songs because that is my favorite shit in the world. If anyone can please do that. I've never asked you for anything. <laughs> please well, do this for me. Well, I, I've asked for a lot before, but like Aaron's request is serious. I belittled them many times before for things they didn't do, but I've never specifically asked for anything. <laughs> 
Aaron, I have to ask you, what do you think the statistical probability of developing autism if you're a Sonic kid instead of having Mario Paint? <sighs> they were both pretty autistic. No, <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> sweating there for a second. <laughs> we we have the, the four ho- the three the three regular hosts of OK Homo. We have the Mario Paint, the Sonic, and the quadruple jabbed autism across the board. <laughs> Every base is covered. Nice. For All my right, guys, puzzle piece. ready for some? Speaking of statistical uh, probabilities here, I got some real astronomical probabilities for you. And I know I've mentioned these individually at certain times, but tonight I wanted to go over some Jumatria with uh, the old 666 number appearing in nature. You guys oh, interested nice. in learning that? Oh, like Fibonacci? I know that I've, but, I've heard the I've heard Fibonacci sequence, but I can't remember what it is. Is that spiral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the no, stuff like, that shows up in nature. I don't know why it's important. I did that, but well, another time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I specifically wanted to do the number six 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 because last time I was on, since I missed last week, great job, everybody. By the way, it was really actually hilarious. Word no oh, thanks, Aaron. I'm glad you approved. So funny. <laughs> Ooh. You're welcome, Josh. I know that means a lot to you. Why did you Why did you say it like that? <laughs> no, it's been weighing on me really heavily this last week. I didn't know if we were quite up to Aaron's standards, uh, but you know now we have it officially on air. Um, so anything he said behind the scenes uh, doesn't count anymore. Josh, I'm I'm gonna use you this this topic by the way as like the. I just want to see if you can find some information when I ask you because it, it seems to me like it doesn't exist, which means it feels even more fake to me. But um, I would, but I'm too busy trying to look up the improbability drive quote from Hitchhiker's Guide uh, to actually do any like real <laughs> up. Josh is gotcha. googling funny real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three, so, but, two, like, one, go. <laughs> last episode I was on, we were talking about uh, theory of relativity and basically why like you believe it, but I don't. That kind of thing. And I'm more of a statistical probability kind of person. I, I really try to go with like what I think is most probable. And um, this is where I really started getting interested in like space being fake and gay and flat earth and that kind of thing. Because a lot of these numbers that come up are so improbable, in my opinion, that it's ridiculous. So I'm going to go over them with you and see what you guys think. Do you guys know the Earth's tilt in relation to the sun? 33 like degrees. A couple degrees. Like, I don't... It is... No, it is 23.4 degrees. Or, on a 90 degree angle, that is also 66.6 degrees. Huh. So we have okay, a 66.6 okay. degree tilt to the sun. Seems odd, right? Uh, what a coincidence. Just a coincidence, though. You know, that, that would happen. And you guys also know our orbit around the sun, how fast we orbit the sun? Uh, in, like, like meters linear, per second? Linear speed? Or... Miles like per hour. Per second, or what's... Miles per okay. Oh uh, well, no one uses miles per hour to actually judge that. But sure, yeah, Aaron, no, what yeah. is it? Sixty-six thousand six hundred miles per hour. Based. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the okay. diameter of the moon is? Six. <laughs> Just six. I-, I agree with the Duke here. Six times six times sixty miles across. What are the odds? Oh well, okay. You're just big factorizing shit there and making stuff up. That one's a bit of a a stretch, don't you think? Yeah, so what? It's like two one six something something something, or like yeah, that's very okay. Creepy. That's possibly a stretch. Possibly. Let's go if we do inverse <laughs> square law, and they tell us how much brighter uh, the sun is on Mercury. Do you know how much brighter the sun is on Mercury than Earth? Sixty six percent brighter. 
Six hundred and sixty-six point six 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 percent. It's like the six indefinitely. Yeah, percent okay. brighter. It is like for for a brightness scale. They're not going to. I I assume they're not going to measure it like that. I assume it's like. Well, no, it's just the it's just the the distance that Mercury is allegedly from the sun and how the distance the sun is oh, from I us. See. Just it's okay. That six six point six 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 times brighter. <laughs> oh, but that's not even considering the atmosphere and and things like that. That's that's totally oh. a shot in the dark. Well, I gotta. Oh, I God. guess I gotta. I guess I gotta ask. It's on the bright, you mean? It I guess sounds more like a shot in the satanic light. I just. I gotta <laughs> ask, Aaron. Why do you think God made so many satanic calculations when he created the universe? That's what I. That's what I wonder. So I. It's just odd to me that the, all of our scientists who are. And all of our governments have funded these scientists to figure out all of the secrets to the universe, which they have. All fucking knocked it out of the park, and everything is in sixes. <laughs> Josh, can you look up for me? Because I could not find this, and this is what makes me think it's bullshit. Who discovered the either the distance to the sun? Because they gave they do credit a guy for the distance to the sun, but I remember them changing the distance to the sun in like 1990. So you can't say the guy figured out the distance to the sun but was wrong you know what i mean who figured out the distance to the sun or the speed that the earth orbits around the sun because quick answer for the distance of the sun appears to be um jerome Lalande, and it was he was within three percent accurate so like they they updated the value since it sounds like so he's only a three million miles off he was probably three point three 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 million miles off it it looks like actually there was uh Distance to the moon I don't guy, like this but, implication, um, Aaron. This implication that all all scientists are all of a sudden Satanists. What's, what's going on here? Well, who who made the correction to the sun? You know what I mean? Who found out the actual distance? Like, so they they credit a guy who was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, does, wait, if, does for, for the Earth's like not perfectly elliptical, not perfectly circular orbit? It probably the distance probably varies within three percent, like plus minus three percent, right? It, yeah, but we're talking oh, average close distance. to yeah because it goes it goes from like ninety to like ninety two million miles. I think the distance is so it does vary. Yeah, because it's, it's not like a right, it's not a perfect sphere or circle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I found something here that says who is the first Indian to calculate the distance between the sun and the earth. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, now I am. Please, <laughs> please tell me about this guy. Uh, stay tuned. I'm reading a little bit, but uh, like Josh, the first thing that I found was in 1653, an astronomer named Christian Huggins calculated the distance from the Earth to the Sun. That's a very wholesome name. Yeah, that guy doesn't ch- have any ulterior motives. He's not well, in a cult or anything. I would assume. Yeah, he's got then, one extra A in his name. It's a little. What's odd. great is that we figured out that he was wrong and made the Sun farther away so that we could be traveling. 66,600 miles per hour around it instead of the slower speed that we would have been going when it was only like 87 miles a million miles away you know this is really nice how that works out so they got to really correct that math for us and we can all obviously observe and measure that distance to know that they're right well i mean i I sense a little bit of sarcasm there, but I, I, I mean, come on. We like, have like super precise tools. What are you talking about? Of course, we can measure that distance perfectly. Yeah. Do, do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys know what the uh, speed of sound is? An air seven hundred second sixty six hundred and sixty six point six knots. <laughs> that's the speed of sound. Yeah. Okay, we no, always rounded that up to six sixty seven, but <laughs> you would. Just, 
sixes across the board would always go up to 667 or 67 million years will go with the dinosaurs or if, they love 67 if you're a good christian you would round up to 667 <laughs> yeah <laughs> the earth curves away from us christian christianity and science aren't incompatible see yeah thanks josh the Earth curves away from us at uh, 0.666 feet per mile squared. <laughs> That's the rate of Earth curvature. <laughs> I'm not following a pattern here. <laughs> Isn't it just odd that all of those things happen? To we not that okay. So all these we uh, as you can tell we used a bunch of different measurements. Like you have to use feet for the Earth curvature for it to be 666. Things like and, that and well, miles per hour for the the speed. Or knots for the speed of sound to become 666. But what's right. interesting to me is that people in charge are the ones that decided which measurements we were going to use. And I think they revolved their measurements around the number 666 in a lot of cases. I, I would postulate that it, it's, the, it's the metric system and the imperial system used in collaboration with, with one another. Because they, they have... They have these like unit of measurements like you can measure you know they can get any number that they want by just going from one system to the other basically right it gives them well, that i mean freedom. it's only a yeah, couple exactly. systems we're really up... using we're only using two measurement right. systems but it does seem like there's a lot of six six sixes in those uh because we can represent systems. a lot of different measurements in a lot of well, different um in a lot of different units not just like well, when you, you said know, like six go ahead when you said like 6.66 times the brightness of earth like you're you're coming up with a whole new measurement system there because it's reference to one earth brightness. So like with some of these examples, you're just making up systems of measurement in units to be I'm using the only measurement of sun brightness that we've ever observed. That's what I'm using. Lumens is that a, is that a thing fucking just ener radiated energy. No, no, of, any uh, it doesn't the, matter yeah, how like, you measure the brightness, you can still multiply the brightness of of what you observe and then you can call with them it's still always going to be 6.666 times brighter. You see what I'm saying? But so you like, could always like they could always phrase it slightly differently to use a different number to use a different. No, but if you could say it's, say it's a billion lumens on Mercury, it's six point six 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 billion lumens. Say it's five hundred thousand lumens, then it's three point three 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 you know lumens. It's it's always going to be six point six 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 times brighter with the distances that they say it definitely has. You know what I'm saying? So the the actually the unit of measurement of brightness doesn't actually matter in that one example you brought up in I, that one yeah yeah i agree though that a lot of this revolves around us using feet or the metric system and but i'm i'm wondering especially with some of these things that we we can't actually verify like distance to the moon or like speed hey, of earth five they'll, they'll bring a ruler well the, like speed of earth measure. flying around the sun i think that they built a lot of these uh their measurements around our measuring systems so that they could make six six sixes that's what i'm saying i don't think that the whole point is that i believe that they made the distances what they are so that they could hide a bunch of six six sixes in there because they just can't help themselves i'm i'm imagining like a demon shows up to a scientist in, in the dark ages and he's like make a foot this long trust me it'll make sense in a thousand years it'll be really oh, funny oh, <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> also, on a side note, just because it's so fun, you know, I love, as, you know, female record holder astronaut Peggy Whitson for spending 666 days in space before she retired. 
No what way. What was she doing up there? What the fuck was she doing up there? I need answers now. It was three separate tours. Three separate tours. <laughs> That's a tours. ritual. She did a ritual up there. Yes, of course. <laughs> God one. damn. Fucking Satanist. Jesus three, shit. yeah, three, three tours of six hundred and sixty-six total days, and then retired. Hail Satan! <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Okay, that's the end of the show. Hail Satan! <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways, that's I look at those probabilities, and my brain immediately goes, "I don't believe your numbers. I think you're just trying to make things six, six, six. You know what I mean? Fuck you. I don't believe your numbers. I don't think that it's necessarily like, oh, wow." What a coincidence that these things all are this. And I think they either built units of measurement around making 666 or built their, you know, uh, theorized measurements or created, you know, like acted like they measured something so that they could make 666s out of the units of measurement that we already use. I think it's a an example of where it's now I, I when you start seeing that pattern, you go, oh, I think it's very probable that you just made these numbers up. So that you can get your stupid 666s. That's where, that's the point, I'm the grand point I'm trying to make. And I'm wondering what you might think about that, Bob, as an avid space believer and science enthusiast. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you qualify that. <laughs> um, I think if you're trying to, to accuse scientists of being uh, Satan-worshipping degenerates, uh, you, you don't have to start pulling out numbers out of thin air. You can literally just go to the <laughs> satanic ritual that they did at CERN when they when they first opened it. Like, just go there. Just <laughs> yeah, disproved <laughs> oh. the soul. That's actually the fun part. Is like, so then they do shit like that where they they yeah. do a weird goat head ritual at CERN, and you're like, and all your measurements are six six six. Come, I don't believe that you measured anything now. I think you're just doing a fucking <laughs> Satan ritual. So yeah, what, but like, you did you guys play that video on the show? Like, have you all seen uh, what you're referencing? That CERN, like, I've I've seen it, and I've seen the the tunnel opening one too. The tunnel opening one, I feel like, is even weirder. It's so damn weird. Um, I, I mean, I I feel like that kind of stuff is definitely more on the nose with like its blatant Satanism. They do on the nose shit all the time, like the the UK Olympic ceremony shit with the with the nurses coming out and like. It looks oh, like they're ghouls that are murdering children in hospital beds, and then like a year later, COVID happens. Oh man, yeah, that so, that could be a whole different topic. But I guess I have to ask on the number thing: what is the goal of the consistent numerology of putting sixes? Every just a, just as a nod and a wink that it's it's all, kind of making it up, and it's just like a you know I'm in the club. I'm in the Satan club. I'm making everything as much Satan stuff as I can. Well, it could also be ritualistic in, in upon itself, though, right? Like putting those numbers up. It, it gives credence to, right, like those those spiritual. Those groups, like. Uh, th that's like, just that's like the understanding of it. Like God and, and God's like, you know, when we think about it, and at, at least this is how like TV shows have, have characterized it. It's like gods need worship to be able to like sustain their power basically. And it's like, well, they, they do need like a form of worship. Right. So this and is believing a, in all technically, that. Technically, technically it's a form of worship. Yeah. So they go well, like, yeah. maybe not only that, but you can get like, uh, unknowing followers that are part of the fucking, you know, that are the lower level members where it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We go around exactly the number of Satan miles per hour around the sun. That's, I believe that <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's a heliocentric that... model. I, oh, yep. We revolve around the light bringer. 
who's called that in the Bible again? I don't remember. Anyways, like that, you know, I think that you, I think it's a, like a, almost like a comical joke at this point. Like if you're Satan and you exist and just making all the numbers of God's creation be your number and then have everyone like, yeah, God's not real and everything sixes checks out like is hilarious to him. I feel like every new 666 we run into in nature in these measurements is a warning that we should stop and go no further. We're getting too close to something too dangerous. Um, no, I think we should build that uh, uh, that wormhole device, and we should send a spaceship with a faster-than-light drive out to Saturn or whatever it is and, and, and test drive it and see how it opens up the portal to hell. I think that's a good idea, Josh. I think we should continue. Yeah, Bob, down that what's, path. what's this video? What's this video you have up, Bob? I, right? Like I, I'm looking this at it right it. now and the, I just the see CERN video. some folks in a, I see, you see some folks standing in a circle in their, their snazzy night shift lab coats. Yeah. Funny um, enough. This where is does it go from here. Funny enough. This isn't the video I was thinking of. I haven't seen this one. No, you're thinking of the tunnel opening. Yep. Yeah, no, Josh, I don't know if you know this, but I know that you do physics stuff, but this is science. <laughs> this is this is actually how you do science. Is, is CERN government funded? Yes. Of yeah, of course. Of course it they is. They probably get like yeah. a ton of UN and EU funding, it, too. Every is, large pro like scientific project is government funded. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just wasn't for sure, uh, for certain on whether it was or not. But So <laughs> what we're looking at, just so you know what they're referencing, Ooh. is about... Uh, I don't know, 66 hooded figures standing around a giant fucking crazy statue that you maybe see as like an emblem of war in Gears of Wars or like Warhammer or something. It's real, real fucking bizarre. You're coming, yeah, you're coming across as somebody who doesn't know what the scientific process is. Oh, they also do a mock, <laughs> uh, a mock ritual, uh, sacri human sacrifice, because that's what you need to do before you run a particle accelerator. Apparently, <laughs> that's totally real. By the way, that, they're really doing science with that. Wait, Aaron, I've never run a particle accel accelerator. Have you ever run a particle accelerator? <laughs> no, I don't have enough human blood to <laughs> fucking run it properly. <laughs> <laughs> See, none of us has run a particle accelerator, so yeah. Us as individuals cannot uh, commit that level of human sacrifice to get a particle particle accelerator yeah. going. So it's not really feasible. Can't build one in your garage. So I mean, uh, give us a good eight three three six 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 zero nine eleven if you want to, you know, volunteer. I guess I need yeah. to know what's the statistical probability, Aaron, that one of the guys in this video has drank someone else's blood non consensually. <laughs> well, uh, surprisingly, it was a different bodily fluid. For the group, 100%. <laughs> individually, 66.6% .6 chance that one of them, that each of them individually has drank blood. That's, that's wild. Aaron, have you heard of the, uh, the golden ratio? Uh, yes. That's, is that one 369, or is that the Tesla one? You're talking about Fibonacci again, aren't you? Or is that the Fibonacci oh, spiral? Yeah, uh -huh. I think that is Fibonacci. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, no, but my, my point is that these these very clean ratios exist in nature and maybe two-thirds is just another one that exists and has been observed and just hasn't been identified by the wider science community like we're doing right now and i think that's why it comes out in the imperial system so much as well is because well, yeah like, the metric system on 12 right yeah you, you can actually divide things by three basically and i think that's like very important like there is a universal law of threes whether it's visually comedically uh aesthetically like all these things photo yeah well visually come on 
but yeah, like there is like a natural advent to that, and I think that has like a a role to play in it. And I think you you mostly see it in the empirical because it has has that base twelve, base three. I agree. I do agree. But what I'm what I'm really getting at is that most of these things are uh like there's a lot of them that aren't about two thirds. You know what I mean? It's not about a two thirds type thing where it's like correct. Um, the miles per hour around a uh the sun right and why use those 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 units right you could use meters per second you could use kilometers an hour you could use any other we units only use to define that speed imperial or metric and it's the chance that one of them is 666 is low and then the fact that like all of them are 666 is kind of silly in my opinion so what, what's what's the what's the end point like is it just scientists are demonic number of the beast worshippers no. or I would say that it's not proof, but I think it's um, it's uh, extremely probable that these things that they say they measured, they just they declared numbers to support their dumb Satan worshiping gematria horseshit. Do you really think people will just make up numbers for money for no reason? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds insane. Sounds impossible. Thank you, science. <laughs> so like that's I think it's it's evidence that those numbers are, I think those numbers are more likely to have just been made up. I think that's my thesis and what so gun to your head Bob does the the fact that the speed around the sun being 66,600 miles per hour make it more likely to be a made up number because of Gagematria or <laughs> have no bearing on it whatsoever it's just a very accurate measurement uh you know what i'm saying i think it's just a gay measurement right i i think i think that's really it. okay so yeah. you don't think it's okay here's one no, you've already hold agreed. On. no wait hold on. there's okay. one thing you've already agreed with me on okay with gay numerology bullshit and i'm wondering why you separate the two dinosaurs died 66.6 million years ago <laughs> Another just right. what, are the, what are the odds, you know, that we're here right now when we discovered that it was 66.6 million years ago. Now, if that's just a gay made up Satan number for years ago that the dinosaurs died, that we've all agreed is definitely the date that the asteroid hit. What? Why is the same numbers used for speed around of the Earth around the sun not as made up? Like, you know, what I'm saying I, I think you have a point and I have I have a theory here. I think. There are, in a certain pattern around the United States, there are scientific papers that form a circle around the United States, and they're co- doing a ritual. Have you ever seen Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah. Yes. I think they're yes. doing a ritual, and 90% of them don't know they're doing one. That could pos- that could possibly be true, but a ritual is happening. I, I agree I with that. I always wonder why the Lancet Journal insignia is a little uh, pentagram. Uh, it's to complete the circle. <laughs> yeah josh what do you think do you think that it's that those numbers all being 666 is just purely coincidence and those are real measurements or that that lends itself to being more likely that it's made up satan numbers you know what i'm saying so i i don't whether it's coincidence or made up i don't think there's any significance to it i think bringing them all together like this is a distraction from uh oh from something else. I, I, I don't know what at this point, but I'm sure that nope. there are, are definitely 
a number of actually satanic things that scientists can be doing than just coming up with arbitrarily length rulers that two thirds of the length of which uh, <laughs> something is. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely also true. That's definitely also true. Abortions, uh, like the fucking man bear pig, fucking DNA transformations that scientists are doing. There's a lot of other like demonic shit that they're doing. I don't, the least I'm worried about is like the 666 numerology I'm that's in there. I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying it's interesting <laughs> that it that, okay, that okay. just happens a lot. Duke, okay. what do you think? Oh, man. Uh, my head is still swirling around at 6.66 miles per hour just trying to think about <laughs> all the strange calculations you have to come to to get to this point. Uh, well, look. Okay, so going from the perspective of what Aaron has outlined, it is possible that a bunch of guys somewhere have continuously set up a system where that number keeps coming up over and over and over again. But it's I think the more curious thing is that they're choosing the measurements that they do choose. Like, oh, we have to pick this unit of measurement. It's going this many miles per hour. It's going this many knots per second. It's like kind of all over the place. I would say that's probably the more convincing side of it. Like, those being the published official measurements, uh, as opposed to it just, th there's an idea out there called like, uh, K well, they use both. They publish both. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, publishing one at all, I think is a little weird, but like there's, there's the whole idea uh, about like chaos numbers. And it's the idea where there's just like way more structure and like numbers with regards to life, you know, as we've referenced several times Fibonacci, and, you know, 6.66666 is probably just one of those reoccurring things. It's just interesting that it seems to reoccur for stuff that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our goal. Our goal, our homework for next week is to find the 6.66 in non-space dinosaur whatever applications. It might appear like in, you know, uh, botany or medicine or something. Like, it might appear in a bunch of other fields of science. In natural sciences, uh, and uh, sure. we might not be aware of it. Okay, so if six 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 is like a like a Satan's number, like what is like the opposite of it? Seven. That's like seven, the holy. Seven. Okay, is that really? Yeah. I thought that was just like lucky sevens. Uh, no, that's no, why it's lucky. It's no, supposed no. to be like a holy number. Yeah, it's oh. associated with divinity a lot in the Bible. Um, in a lot of religions, actually. Sins. Okay. Yeah, uh, huh. that's a Catholic yeah. thing. Based. Yeah. No, no, I disavow. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so gun to my head, are they doing a bunch of mean tricks to make me look like a schizo insane person by putting sixes everywhere? It. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. I think they're doing that that's, all the time. That's the <laughs> yeah. ultimate goal. I think Duke of Ice nailed it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're just they're just constantly trying to gaslight me into thinking I'm schizophrenic when it's really them who's you know doing a fake human sacrifice in front of a very scientific building with government money. You know, I think that's probably definitely true. Well, what do I know? I <laughs> I, I do have to say though, what whatever the the nature of how far away space is with all these measurements they're making, I know definitely way up in the sky that Antarctic researchers are gaining insights by counting seals from space. What? <laughs> Stop. Oh, this is, I just read you a headline. Would you like to know more? Uh, obviously, I want to know more about seal counting from satellites. 
do they, are there God, satellites above the South Pole? Such important in, work. Antarctica? I love it. Yeah, about 66 <laughs> miles above. Well, you know, it is half of that. 330,000 curious volunteers were helping NASA point out seals in Antarctica. Wait, 30, 330,000 volunteers? What? What does that mean? Yeah, doesn't that raise the eyebrows a little bit? You're like, well, what do you what do you mean you have almost half a million people helping you count seals? That's, I mean, it means it's like it's just a openly available data on the internet, and uh, or something, something. That's literally thirty three percent of the city of Buffalo. <laughs> Aaron, stop it! <laughs> I can't. I can't. I have a sickness. Maybe you're the Satanist. I don't know. That's kind of accurate, though. It is kind of like thirty three. Anyways. Well, so what they did was they combined imagery with a web platform to conduct a citizen science campaign to find out to find out three things where seals are present, their abundance, and the environmental factors that influence their habitat preferences. Isn't that just lovely? What do you think? It'd be amazing if they could just take a picture of where the seals live, but apparently those don't exist down there. It'd be amazing if they could come up with an AI to like do all this work instantaneously as opposed to having to have 300,000 people worth of man hours to do that. I mean, whatever. Just crowdsource it. Yeah, I want to I wanna specify These real people quick. people have better things to do. This is a photo that was supplied by the scientists to the volunteers. So the volunteers didn't do this. Scientists did it. I've posted it in show clips. <laughs> they have very crudely outlined seals and labeled it with grr grr you you can't no, see anything what? you can't I, I, what what this is exactly what they show you when they show you like oh we can take pictures of the lunar lander site it's <laughs> Dude, a fucking this is like a low res gray thing this is a photograph this is a low res version of the original right it, like the, they they had a high resolution this is a photograph pr- provided by michelle a lerure sounds french very cowardly name provided to the volunteers it's a consensus-based algorithm. Find, What's that? And they told them to find seals from in this picture? <laughs> I assume there's some it's... zooming capabilities like Josh suggested, but I mean... Wait, so so I would like to point out to anyone who hasn't clicked in the show notes to see this this image that um, there are no visible seals. But it goes... So, so at most, at most, there are a couple... Dots, a couple pixels that uh, could potentially represent it's like seals, but it's like spotting an ant from across the kitchen. It really no no, but I'm, I'm thinking it's it's like um the thing that they say with captcha uh, where like you click all the things with fire hydrants or mountains or street signs <laughs> where like you're, you're they're trying to crowdsource training AI. Except in this case, it's kind of the re- the reverse almost where they're weeding out people who can't pass these tests themselves. Because they're making nothing out of something. Well, they're, ma- they're something making out something out of nothing. They're literally going yeah, yeah, that's like, what I yeah, something out of nothing. Yeah, they're they're going find the seals, and people are like, I guess I think that dot's a seal. So now this is yeah, how it's, strong it's like of a hole gaslighting campaign. Yes, this is how guys, strong of a hole that ne- the science has. Hold on one second. That science has over people's heads. They gave you a picture where you can't make out if something is a mountain range, let alone a fucking individual seal, and going find the seals and people and they circled nothing and said seals exclamation point grr all right and now people are like oh that must be seals so every time i see a black speck i'm gonna say that's a seal that's a seal that's a seal until you say i see 3700 seals in this picture when there's literally nothing there it's fucking insane 
Okay, I got another photo. You want to see it? There's. Oh, they're, God. They're claiming that there are seals in this photo. Okay, I can't wait. All right, here we go. It is a very, very white photo with just dots. There are a couple dots. One, two, it, like I, you could, I could see that. That looks it's more Brady, like a real Brady photo. <laughs> guys, guys, NASA needs me to spot the seals. This is for climate change. This is yeah. serious work. I'm not unemployed for no reason. I'm spotting seals on satellite mm-hmm. imagery Can for I- for the world. Right, we're saving the planet here. (laughs) I'm spotting the seals. Can I say something that we will all agree on? And if we don't agree, one of us is deranged. Mm -hmm. This is not a photo from space. This is a photo from like a biplane. Yeah, this is very obviously just like a commercial airline just flying overhead. If if those are seals, something commercial airlines do. If those are seals, honestly, it's not that much different than when you're on like. You ever go on like the bungee ride at like a theme park where they just take you up on like a 200 foot tower and drop you? This is like maybe from 300 feet high. Do they give you anything to scale? Is there a scale seal for reference on these pictures here? Like, here's what an actual seal would look like per the size of like the picture. Yeah, Josh, if you think it's 10,000 feet, you wouldn't see a seal. Right. Because oh, I see no, a lot of high. Yeah, but I see a lot of black dots like, here. I don't even understand the picture that I'm looking at. That looks like a coastline, maybe at the top. Maybe I have yeah, no idea. That's either a uh, lake or a mountain. I can't tell. <laughs> that's how. That's how bad this right. is. That's that's why I'm asking. Are those snowdrifts? Are they uh 15 feet high, or are they? Or like is it just a shadow? 800 well, so, yeah, feet no, high. Okay. I, I've, the shadows as dark as the seal dots, by the way. I, I've given you enough Point that out. fluff. I'll, I'll cite from the article real quick. The project relied heavily on volunteers to search the satellite images for signs of seals. Participants were given photos, like I've shown you here, of an area in Antarctica, and then they were asked to tick a box saying if they believed they could see a seal or not. The more people that clicked yes, the more efficient that narrowing it down uh, habitat became. So, yeah, it's literally just showing these photos. People are just drawing boxes and just clicking yes and saying whether or not they see a seal. It's a CAPTCHA. Josh is right. This is a CAPTCHA. It really is. And based off that, they have (laughs) estimated that there are 202,000 adult male and female seals. But they also think there are less males present because they're usually hiding underground. How they can tell that. Well, they're so close to extinction. Uh... They're, They're so close to extinction. We need to put some effort and millions of dollars in to save the seals and help the seals repopulate and open up some new zoos and wildlife preserves. Antarctica is not enough. We need to go like the the, the like the fiftieth parallel. You know, all what? the southern hemisphere should be wildlife. Sorry, go. Thanks. <laughs> the- thank you for proving my point that these numbers are made up. That's not science at all. They're, they said based on how many people think they can see a seal on a photo that you clearly can't see a seal on, they know that there's approximately 202,000 adult seals. That's retarded on every level. There's no basis. How many people think they see it is not a, based on how many people think they saw it, there is approximately 666,000 aliens flying around the Earth's atmosphere. Like, that's not a basis for telling how many of something there is, how much yeah. you think there is of it. All right, Bob, I want to wrap up. Switch to the other photo real quick, the the one okay. with the, the seals, Gur. Uh, and, yeah. No. All right. Uh, gun to your head. Are those seals? 
Um, wait, no. No. Out, no, out no, of no, no, those no. seals, which one is an adult seal and which one's uh, uh, an underage seal or a, a, a young seal? I don't know. Like I'm, fucking... not, I'm not even getting You can't the... see a, young, a seal baby seal consent. from space, Bob. Don't be an idiot. What are you, anti-science? <laughs> They're clearly okay. adult seals. And it's probably a female because the, the males are burrowed underground like groundhogs now, apparently. <laughs> If he doesn't see his shadow, then, <laughs> then they can't. Then they can't go to the moon. <laughs> Do I include the dot on the bottom of the exclamation point that says "seals"? Exclamation if, point. Because if, otherwise, there, there's only two. There's only two seals there. Both adult if, age, of age, consenting adults. No. <laughs> if Azazel sees his shadow, it's seven thousand more years of winter in Antarctica. <laughs> I was gonna say for six point six six yeah. weeks more, but you know, that works too. Alright, so Aaron, are those seals in that circle? Yes or no? No. Well, I mean, possibly, but I don't even know if that's even a real picture of a place. I don't even think they flew above Antarctica to take that picture. Yeah, that's just a it's just a black and white photo of raw meat. Yeah, like <laughs> so no, I don't think those are seals. Josh, what do you think? Are those seals in that circle? Gun to your head. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Could seals possibly exist in this photo if it is a photo? Yes. Can we see any of them? No. <laughs> well, I think you guys are upsetting our Canadian listeners. They were very eager to head on down to Antarctica and take up the old bat or two, so... <laughs> yeah, some seal clubbing. Yeah, that's all That's all I had. Is um. Well, they've uh, got hundreds of thousands of them to club down there, so... Apparently. A good old where's Weddle. <laughs> Well, uh, un- unfortunately for all the seal clubbing, and now that we know that seals actually are endangered in Antarctica from this this very pertinent data, unlike that unfortunate information, uh, I have some good news. I have more things that grow back. Yay! Excellent. So, so last last <laughs> week, uh, I talked. <laughs> last week, I talked about uh the ozone and coral reefs and how. Remarkably, in recent history, we've been able to discover that these, uh, against all odds, against all the previously known scientific information um, and the, the rapidly deteriorating deteriorating climate factors, um, both ozone and coral reefs grow back. It's great. We're the, the world's not uh, the world's healing, but uh, there are actually more things. So when Hope- um. Hopefully our li- our listeners grow back after that long boring explanation. He's <laughs> 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 doing fine. Come on, I, know, I just wanted to say it. was a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when each of you was growing up in in school, um, were you also taught that brain cells that you can't grow new brain cells uh, as an adult or you know, growing up? After after being an infant, yeah, yeah, dude, I, yeah, I, I totally remember, remember that. that. Yeah, okay, I always thought that as well. So, but never made sense uh, to me because it was not Aaron, true. You, you that, might be why. onto something. Well, <laughs> you know, in the only reason that didn't make any sense is because, like, don't we shed like all of our skin cells like every week? Like every sin skin cell we had is gone and grows back like new, like new ones, and like every other cell apparently lasts like two days. There's no way we have I, cells that last. 90 years and shit like that but anyway, i would say the ahead. number is uh whatever 6.66 years rounded up is i think that's what the number is for when we like replace all the cells in our body for, for the most oh, part okay um but uh yeah so like we, we understood that how our skin worked and how our organs worked that cells you know reproduced and replaced old cells but for whatever reason it wasn't until to a 2009 study 
that they actually identified a brain function that would require the creation of new, new neurons that would actually require neurogenesis. So 2009, I believe it was uh, some function in the hippocampus that they, they identified that like it would be necessary for new brain cells to be created. They, they hadn't actually observed it or proved it yet, but they, they figured out that it would have to happen. Uh, Josh, explain to the folks at home the name of the website we're on right now. What? Yeah. The one that's being uh, displayed. Neurogenesis, an overview on brainfacts.org. So they sound like they know what they're talking about. Brain facts. They do. Whatever this, this actually gives a, a good neuron overview. chart they have is looks like a finger painting from a pre-K. They don't really describe this picture <laughs> at all. You, you ever get the feeling that like a lot Those of... Those are new neurons shown here. <laughs> do you ever get the feeling that like science is trying to give us a fantasy depiction of how our body works? You know, you see some imagery and it's like, this is, look at how the brain works. And it's like, you stare at it for a moment. And you're like, well, this is obviously a cartoon. There's no way it looks anything like this. Why are they giving me this image in my head? You know what I'm talking about? They do that all the this time. Image, yeah, yeah th this image looks like a, a, a schizophrenic man has thrown paint cans at a wall for like <laughs> fucking seven days. <laughs> like, that's the image that they give us. This is your neurons firing. It's like, no, it's not. Shut up. Yeah, you're like, no, it's not. This is some underpaid art student who doesn't yeah. even know you're using his image. Yeah. Dude, Duke, that, that makes me think. So I, I finally started reading Alan Moore's Saga of the Swamp thing. And there's the the infamous or the, the famous um, dissection scene where uh, dissecting Swamp Thing, ultimately he had recreated for himself plant organs, like plant lungs and heart and brain inside of him. But he was a plant creature and he wasn't actually using them for any real bodily functions. They just existed then because he was like pretending he was human. That's what I'm imagining scientists are teaching us to do. Like we just have this this made up conception of how our bodies work and like and like of what actually makes up a human body based on these images we see in textbooks and on TV and uh, the, the magic school bus and whatever. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like I think it's profound. I mean, having swamp thing <laughs> like organs being explained to us is about as useful as them telling us what neurons do because like i don't when it comes to the brain i think they don't know shit like, they don't know anything the brain is like just insanely complicated like beyond our comprehension that we will ever ever understand yeah because everything else in our body is like plumbing it's like basic like it's shit, you know it's not the, the, <laughs> it's like the brain plumbing. you also can't act the brain you also can't access physically really like when someone's alive and the brain's functioning uh or there's you know extremely limited access to it so uh without killing or damaging a person so it, it's we very much very it's very much side. like quantum physics where it's like the sheer mm -hmm. act of observing the brain activity changes the brain activity itself Oh yeah, right. it's it's yeah. the most complicated yeah. it's the most complicated thing in existence and there's no god. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of the things that they know, quote unquote, about the brain is like they looked at a scan and watched like a section light up kind of. And we're oh, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, yeah. so this whole thing is a wait, this wait. does this and this and this." And you're like, "That's a wild leap." Aaron, you know. are you suggesting that um, a from a distance electromagnetic scan, scan of electromagnetic signals from this uh, this oblong structure may not be 100% accurate of what's actually <laughs> yeah. happening on the surface? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on both of your guys' jokes. 
they, they will make these they will make these claims they will make these claims they're like oh look it it glue yellow when we poked it isn't it incredible and they're like oh yes it's definitely incredible those fucking christians are retarded anyways let's keep looking at science like they, they will do that though this thing that is just so insanely complicated they broke it down to like a kindergarten lesson about which color what colors are and then yeah. they're like oh yeah there's definitely no god yeah it's like that's that's one of the funniest jokes ever that they will just look at that and be like oh God, I just can't believe it. I love Joe Rogan. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that this came because nothing exploded? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, okay, they're looking at that and they're like, oh, it's just such a tragedy that these cells won't grow back in this thing we don't understand at all. <laughs> no, so, okay, so so with the whole brain cells... There's there's no such thing as adult neurogenesis. There's no reason that should have been a preconception in the first place. Yeah. In, in well, like one, like Aaron mentioned, it's extremely obvious that, uh, and we've had research for a long yeah. time that, that that's just how the human body functions. We we um as we are still you know adults, we still reproduce, generate new cells that replace the old cells. But in the 1960s and the 1980s, they observed adult neurogenesis in rats and birds. So like. They know in, I'll say, quote unquote, relatively close or that that in brains in the animal kingdom, this happens. They just assumed it didn't happen in humans for whatever reason. Was there any scientific or like hypothetical postulated for that? Yeah. Or was it just kind of like, not, not that we're different? Well, only what, yeah. Well, no, what, what, I, what I could find is just that they, they could never directly observe it. Um, I never find any direct proof of it, uh, of uh, adult neurogenesis in humans. But um, ultimately it. It was, yeah, the, the 2009 study where they, they discovered that it had to happen based on a function of the hippocampus. And then a 2013 study where um, based on, I, I think, that, yeah, it was based on uh, carbon dating of cells in the hippocampus that oh. they were able to finally definitively oh, prove that adult God. neurogenesis actually did happen. Get in the hell humans. out of here. Science. Solid scientific base. I love uh, it. Something things... like from five years. They're coming together like within five years, not five million years. It it should be valid. It, Aaron, I don't even now know where to begin with bullshit. that. But well, I was gonna say, I I already agree that neurogenesis exists, but like I nothing that they've said in this study or what Josh has talked about the what their claim is, where they're like, oh, we know it exists because. There's a function that requires neurogenesis, and I don't think they know that. I think that's a wild assumption. I think that neurogenesis exists because obviously it fucking does. What are you talking about? Like, it has <laughs> to. A... That doesn't make sense for it to not be a thing. It sounds like a scam to convince people that you should give up as you get older because you will never, like, retain mental fortitude yes like you no. should just accept the fact that your brain is withering away it's okay to just keep drinking and not living your life to the fullest or competing with any of these other businessmen who are just trying to trick you at every step of the way you know like it just like do they think that like the brain cells are like empty filing cabinets that you fill with information and then like once they're all filled up you're done like and then they die, and that's why you forget things. Like, they just randomly die until you're retired. Well, like, let's remember here that, like, 40% of the population doesn't have an internal monologue. So <laughs> I'm assuming, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure, a lot they of think these people... your blood's blue. <laughs> yeah. 
there there are a lot of retards out there like let's just say that so but but duke duke i have to say you're spot on you're spot on with that assessment duke uh because the the ultimately this this discovery shows that there aren't inherent memory problems that come with aging you can maintain your mental faculties into an old age as long as you and, and like it's effectively just basic things you do. Oh yeah, to promote adult to promote neurogenesis, like the proper reproduction of brain cells. It's just eating well, getting exercise, getting sunlight, getting whatever vitamins and shit. Like it's, yeah. it's the very basic things. And I would I would also postulate that like that shit. I would also postulate that like critical thinking, like actual thinking things through to to the very end, actually helps like you not develop these like. You know, like your brain to start slacking and, and stuff like that, right? Like, yeah, oh, so like the yeah. crossword puzzle every day. <laughs> Josh, oh my God. I, yeah, Josh, I didn't, I, I didn't need an addendum from science to tell me that my ninety-five-year-old great-grandmother is still incredibly active, physically and mentally. She like can remember stuff sexually. <laughs> <laughs> She does actually have a boyfriend that's like in his seventies. <laughs> Damn, oh, robbing the cradle. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but Holy no, shit. she yeah, I have... she's very mentally there. Like, it's I, what were you to say, Bob? I, I had a family member that was in, uh, who was like ninety four years old, went for uh, like a two mile walk every single day, and he counted his his steps. Like, oh shit! Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, it's like, like actually keep yeah. track of that. Like, actually, like. What do you mean? That sounds autistic. I don't have to well, imagine counting your whatever, how many thousands of steps that is for a and actually I mean, keeping track th- of this, that full count. This is a guy that lived in his homemade cabin in Montana for his entire this life. Cool. Like, okay. yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you keep your body sharp. You keep your mind sharp. Those things like tie into one another. But also like it has to I it has to do with how much you actively use your critical like thought process processes in your mind like that and has to healthy, be it so your brain doesn't and being healthy yeah like it, it can't just be it's not just the physical it, it's both like you need to engage your internal yeah. monologue you need to engage like your mindscape basically oh yeah it's almost like atrophy is an applicable thing to all aspects of you as a person not just your muscles of a but, human body yes yeah but just like if you don't use it you'll lose it very basic. And, which is said about mathematics all the time, which is true. Like uh, the, the certain patterns that you need to like keep up with. If if you don't continue to use those patterns, you'll you'll lose them because they're so complicated about, patterns. Basically, what I'm hearing with is that I'm in the clear because I'm making sure to have critical thinking based decisions every day, such as mm-hmm. swipe right, swipe left, um, or you know, uh, scroll down, skip, etc. So like using my yeah. faculties there, and then. Yeah, and the math, math stuff like um for 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 this going for the swiping right and left is very important. Like, oh, uh, so his bio is a five, but he's a seven, so that makes me sixty percent likely to. Uh, I got where he was almost, going. Almost got he there. Was talking about using grinder or something. <laughs> right, almost got there. <laughs> as long as you just count how many likes you get on your grinder account as you go, then I think you're in the clear. <laughs> oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> That was a good one, Josh. Sorry, sorry. Good. I, I set yeah. myself. I set myself to auto wake up after a predetermined amount of time. <laughs> don't don't worry. <laughs> only only two thirds of Josh's Tinder hookups are or grinder hookups are Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's grinder, Bob. They're all Satan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. They're just not out of that closet yet.
<laughs> Thanks. The only thing that doesn't grow back well, is my dignity. Right. So there, they there found is. this out. Wait, hold on. I would like to point this out, yes. Josh, because you, you yes. mentioned they did this in like the 50s and 60s. They found the evidence the 60s, in animals. They, they observed it in rats. Yes. Okay. They were conducting lobotomies back then <laughs> to humans still. So. They found this information out, and they're like, nah, <laughs> let's fucking thunk, <laughs> like, take someone's frontal lobe out. Like, let's go ahead and do that. And fucking goddamn scientist pisses me off. All right. I just wanted to point that out to everyone. Hey, humans have very different brains than rats, but very similar immune systems and immune responses, just in case you're wondering. Oh, really? You're right. Okay. Yes. I don't, but <laughs> I'm going to have to take your um, word for it, because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right but i do have one one other quick uh thing that grows back and it's actually it's actually the opposite it's a thing that breaks down over time and this is um so ultimately with all of the whole climate change situation uh and greenhouse gas emissions um we ultimately understand it as a compounding problem that it just gets worse and worse and worse in the atmosphere and uh until you know we're past the point of no return and there are various things like trees and carbon capture device and whatever there, there are various processes um artificial or natural that can break down uh some of these greenhouse gases but it's a very slow very limited process well we don't think they compound because we're not retarded but i get that well, that's, that's what they try that's, to that's just because present. aaron aaron have you have you read the article already have you read the most <laughs> recent scientific data uh ultimately we have been able to discover in the last i don't know how long that that uh methane breaks down pretty readily in the upper atmosphere um so effectively a 10 to 12 year cycle so not you know the 50 100 years to 100 years of whatever that all of these climate change forecasts go out to within about 10 years uh methane will break down into uh like hydro hydroxyl ion uh formaldehyde water and ozone and effectively just have zero of its greenhouse gas carbon-based properties anymore so Cow farts, not that dangerous. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. Thinking. That's the first thing I thought is when he said methane. I'm like, oh man, fucking. So what are they gonna? Uh, but they're still going with the cow thing because it, it's not about methane. It's about them wanting you to eat bugs. Control. Obviously, yeah. They want Satanist. you to be sick. Yeah. They want you to be sick and riddled with parasites. That's why you, they want you to eat bugs. Fucking. Yeah. Well, what was the stat? Uh, Duke of Ice, it was like two thirds of the bugs that came out of like bug protein uh, food facilities had parasites in them. Yeah, yeah. It, it's something it was like astronomically high. No, it was like 90%, actually. It was like 90% oh, of the bugs yeah. that people ate coming out of like Beyond Beef and like all those other insect like food. But didn't producers. they tell us that it's good for us? So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was right around the time when we were doing the, the Duke of Parasites episode when. Like, I think it was leading up to the recording of it that we found an article where it's like, parasite cleanses are, are bad for you because you're actually flushing yeah. out good parasites. <laughs> and I was, I, 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 I like had a psychotic break. I was like, who is watching me? <laughs> <laughs> the author is gang stalking you. Yeah. Um, but, but to talk, I'm just... to talk about uh, your, your uh, Nasagasa. Uh, article josh you know there are people that walk around with like day-to-day -day anxiety about normal things like paying bills and like just their marriage but there are also le legitimate people who walk around with anxiety about climate change 
Like, <laughs> you know, you know, that's a you thing. The important things, not like social constructs of marriage and yeah, those are big peak picture is. people. You know, they they don't have time for you small minded people worrying about like I don't know tangible things in front of you. Yeah, for, for every divorce, for every divorce, there's a poor uh, South China Sea country that's underwater. Like that, that's just the truth. But no, no it's hilarious. like people be... people think this though. They like have legitimate like fear in their day to day life that they are like in their lifetime society will collapse because climate change has become so overwhelming and there's nothing they can do to reverse it. And then NASA probably on accident was like, uh, well, you know, it's actually. I, I thought can't, everyone NASA can't just deny a very basic chemical reaction. <laughs> I thought Wait, everyone uh, has. A daily panic attack about the heat death of the universe. Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Worried about oh, sorry, nine Bob. million years. I got now. mine down to weekly. Nobody uh, else is in California. <laughs> you, you know what's so funny with the climate change thing? It's because they're always trying to push like the eating bugs and all the bullshit. All it's always like the new world order bullshit. I guarantee there's an article out there about how marriage is bad for the environment. fucking teed. That that like exists. That... The, the the concept of monogamy is is going to uh, emit more carbon emission. I, something something. Why marriage? Why is... wedding trends that are bad for the environment and what you can do instead? Contributes. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. To climate change. Oh, you didn't play. You didn't play the scientists discover jingle. No no no. <laughs> no wet, wedding trends. I mean, a lot of that's going to be BS. I I want to specifically see marriage. Acknowledging the elephant in the room, how stressful environment? What is it? How stressful environmental context shape? Oh my gosh! No, there it is. There know, it is. There, wait, there's an uh, article that's even better, guys. This they're is using it a, to a research paper. They're using it to normalize uh, child marriage. The very real impact oh, of climate change. Uh, the very real impact of climate change in driving child marriage. What? What? Uh, what? What is that? Child even marriage is. Yeah, they're uh, Jordan. They're explaining how girls that are married before the age of fifteen are fifty percent more likely to have experienced intimate partner violence. And why are they saying that climate change is? Yeah, where does the Earth come into this? <laughs> Dude, I just get oh, really violent when it's hot out. It's oh, no, so man. broad strokes. They just go, the escalation in child marriage is shaped by gender inequality, the limited resources of the family, and the developmental challenges of the, re of the region. And they're trying to say that climate change is exacerbating the developmental challenges of the region. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually that's have a, a little uninspired, uh, honestly. So like all science, they're basing it on nothing and what they want to be true and what I, they want I, to fucking scare you with. I did find a Michigan State University article regarding um, how divorce actually increases uh, environmental footprints of families, which makes a lot of sense. You separate a family and well, they have to like drive back and forth and shit like that. Okay, yeah. so every it's week. Probably mostly because, it's probably mostly because of the two Christmases, and we can just eliminate the problem overall by eliminating Christmas. <laughs> and Christmas <laughs> Josh figured out how to turn it evil. Good job. I <laughs> See, because I, I found another article where scientists are using satellite imagery to circle divorced families and to measure the carbon <laughs> footprint. <laughs> the, the more circles, the more likely we are to send feds at their home to repossess all their electronics. 
<laughs> and with that, that is the show. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>